Welcome to a new day. We're going to do a uh, new series, this one on spiritual awakenings. So there's a variety of things that happen in life, and God is bringing to bear these amazing transitions and helps us to connect with him, connect with others, connect with eternity, putting all of those different things together in uh, a process that it's over a lifetime, and we get to be part of it. So he introduces a number of things in inviting us to come into these new things, and we're going to explore what he does and how he does it and how we can overcome things that maybe have stopped us from enjoying the fullness of those new days. So new days, spiritual awakenings. Life in Jesus is focused on new life. Life in Jesus is focused on new life. He delivers a clean and fresh overall overhaul to human existence and living that promotes truth, love, and purpose. He transforms people with great passion. And so now we begin the series, New Day. Enjoy. We'll see how this, how this unfolds. These are concepts that are original because Jesus is original. God is original. He is forever existent. He has always been. He will always be. There is none like him. He is the creator. He is the intellect. He is the designer behind all things. He is the one who puts life into those living beings, whether those beings are, are heavenly beings or earthly beings or plant life or animal life, marine life. He is the originator of all things. And this relationship with him, this opportunity to have a life with him connects us with that eternality. We get to have a life that's original too. And we get to join with him in this family as he's invited people to come to him. We are invited to be part of this, this living that is so beyond the, the normal, typical, usual routine of worldly living. We get to come into this thing that is remarkable. And original strikes me as something worth looking at in contrast to if, just think of of your life over you know different attitudes towards Jesus or towards what he's doing or how he's doing what he's doing and you go well you know that's kind of boring you ever been there i got to read the bible and that's boring i'm going to have to pray and that's boring i may have to go to church and that is boring there's this same old, same old. You just do the same thing. There's not an original thought in the bunch. Guess what? The originality began here, is here, will always be here with him. Guess where the stale exists? Exists within us because of our worldliness and our way of how can i how can i express myself how can i look out for me how can i have fun for me what would be great for me what would be 
exalting for me? What would identify me among all the other people on earth and make me stand out and I get more money, more praise, more something? That gives me excitement. And the more I identify with the edge, the more edgy I can get in the culture, the more edgy I can get in the way I dress and the way I talk. Edginess is just so cool. And you can get on TikTok and make lots of money. Just be edgy. And it's a draw. Because to know God, the living God, is so boring. It just doesn't stand up to the reality of the greatness of all these other things that are all around us in this world, including just promoting myself. Not true. But it sells, doesn't it? Grabs us every day. It's around us every day. It's in the conversations every day. People in business, people at school, people in entertainment. It is just everywhere. And yet the original, the original content, the original creator, the original, the originator of love and truth, the originator of all things good, it all rests in the living God. It all rests in Jesus he is expressing that in his words in scripture. He's presenting it to us through the spirit of God. It's available to us all the time. And he is original. And to come into life with him is to enter into that originality. It's to enter into real life. It is to enter into a whole new thing. Second Corinthians 5.17 says this about believers. This means that, that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, a new life has begun. The old is gone. What's the old? All that boring? No, I thought that was exciting. You know, really, if you do that long enough, you know, do the drugs long enough, do the drinking long enough, just go fishing long enough, play golf long enough, at some point you're going to go, but you know, that's, it's not really as much fun as I want. It's, I need to mix that up. You think, I'm going to do that forever, for all eternity. I'm going to keep doing that. Wow. It kind of runs aground, doesn't it? Run into it all the time. But to come to Christ, we become a new person. Not just new ideas, not just new alliances, a new person. Remade from the inside out. It is such an, an enormous change to come into this relationship with God that isn't just, oh, I'm about God, or I'm going to try to be better, I'm just going to try to be a better person, I'm going to be a good person. And you can try and try, and eh, you'll, you'll jump some, you know, you'll make it some, some things. But on the whole... Just check inside. See if there's any resentment. See if there's any bitterness towards others. See if you just hold on to grudges a long time. See if, if you just come apart at the seams when things are difficult. Anxiety and pressures are on you. Just see where that goes. And in Jesus, the new person, is designed from on high, from the heavens... The Spirit of God comes in, gives a new heart, begins to reframe things so that now the energy, the power, the ability is not, I'm trying to do that, 
No, I have become that. I'm trying to love. I don't have to do that because now I want to love. I don't have to try to not scream and shout and lose it on people because I'm a new person. I just have no desire to do that because I have been reframed, remade, a new person in Christ and living that life his way. The old life is gone. See, this is where you have to ask the question, is it really? The old life is gone. I don't have that stuff anymore. No, the potential is there. He's already planted that seed. The reality is there. It's a new day. And he's trying to do something new in us that changes how we see uh, him and the world around us and how we deal with the world within us, touching the world on the outside of us. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. Problem hurdles. Darn. Problem hurdles. Lost. People can be lost and the goal is uncertain and the path is unclear. So why are we here on this earth? Why do we live and breathe? Why do we exist here? And, and why do we exist in this time? And why do I live here and not in Africa? How come I live during this time and not the 1850s? Why am I part of this family and not another? And where am I headed as a human being? As a, as, where, where is human life headed? But where am I headed? The just lost. And God is offering answers. He is the answer. He's provided us the information we need to put those pieces together so that we can understand who we are, where we fit, and that he is working some things out that are incredible. And we get to be part of it. But one of those problems is just being lost. And strangely enough, this is a theme in books and movies all over the place and conversations. People who are lost say, you know what? I'm just going to have to get out of here and go find myself. How do lost people find themselves? Just, it's a, the lost thing is everywhere. There's lostness all around us. And so that's the lostness leads to lashing out. The lostness leads to feeling disconnected and, and there's just... The, it just, it, the issues are huge. Out of shape, missing quality spiritual diet and exercise. Missing quality spiritual diet and exercise. Just that. So a person comes to Christ, and we're told that they are made new. They get to be a new person in Christ. It's a new day. But maybe they don't eat right. Maybe they don't do spiritual exercise. Maybe they just wanted a ticket to heaven, and then they said, that's enough. That's enough for me. I don't think I'm going to do anymore. I don't think I want to. You know, that may require that I actually have to think about God once in a while, maybe even open a book that he put together so that it would help me live life and understand who he is. That would be way too much to ask. So the diet, the exercise, the practice of spiritual realities, the, the practice of joining with him and, and doing what's right, righteousness, practicing righteousness. 
practicing love in a way that is uh, pleasing to God. We stop short when we do the, if it meets my criteria, I have arrived. Our criteria is short, falls really short of the divine criteria for love. And he is bringing us into a place where we can, ah, in a new, you know, it's a new life, new, new me, new day. I need to understand what that is, what that looks like. How does that play out? How does that make a difference uh, in the lives of people around me, the people that I'm encountering, people in the community, people in the country, people around the world? How do, how do we do that kind of love? He, he provides all kinds of things. As a new person in Christ, we are capable with his, because he's reformed us, we are capable of accomplishing that. And that's what he's called us to. But sometimes we're out of shape because we're missing that spiritual diet, what we need to take in, the nutrition, spiritual nutrition we need to take in. And then we need to exercise and use it and practice it and practice it enough that, that we're building up uh, in a healthy way ourselves and those even impacting those around us in all kinds of ways. Brokenness damaged by internal or external hurts people have been damaged by others so that's an external hurt coming at them they become victims of uh, all kinds of abuse misuse and it it just rips into a person's being so deeply that they can't function there's internal hurts which is maybe the result of something external but it can also be just from the lostness or a lack of proper diet, spiritual diet and exercise. So that internal brokenness is there. We're, we're in a world in which we're broken. Jesus is trying to, to put us together in a new way to heal us. And if we're carrying over anger and bitterness and malice toward others, and we're just angry that the cards that were in life that were dealt us just suck. And so it's God's fault and... So we're just internally mad at everything and everybody. Broken. We make all kinds of bad decisions. Broken people make really bad decisions. So when you've been mad, down, depressed, angry at the world, have you noticed how good your decisions are? So brokenness is a problem, and it keeps us distant from God and distant from other people in in ways that we could really... uh, fly over and, and enjoy to the fullest as a new person. Lifeless. Lifeless. So lethargic, disconnected, and in need of life support. Just spiritually, blah. Just dragging, just got nothing. Somebody can ask you, you know, why, so why is it you love Jesus? Or why are you interested in Why would you read your Bible? Or, ah, I got nothing. Well, they told me, you know, at, at the church that, you know, Jesus saves. That's, that's it. That's what I got. It's going, wow. That sounds pretty lifeless, pretty lethargic, pretty disconnected. Yeah. Why would we want to live life lifelessly? 
And yet, how many of us get up in the morning and allow that to take charge? And then we go through the day going, ah. You know, the only thing that will help, I need a stimulant. Some people, that's coffee or breakfast or getting up and doing a run. Some people, it's, it's going to be, I, I, I need something, so I'm going to crank up the music. Some people, I've got I've to meet with people so they're social, and if they get around other people, that fires them up a little bit and get a little life. I need a party. I need something to look forward to on the weekend because, you know, Monday through Friday, going to work, that sucks. So I don't like that. I want the weekend because my life is lifeless. What happens when you meet the living God and you are made a new person in Christ and now you start living a new day every day that is filled with life, an abundant life, a more than abundant life? I heard the number of times more is used in the Bible is 2,202 times. So you've got lots of mention of more, like more abundant life, more God wants to pour more into your life. Less is used 100 times. So more, there's more, more than less. Because he wants to give us more. There's just more with him. There's more life. There's more to being new in Christ. There's more to the future. There's more to what he's done that we may have missed. There's just more. And he wants to bring more life to us. So problem hurdles. Being lost, out of shape, brokenness, lifeless. And those happen to people who have come to Christ and have allowed those hurdles to enter into their lives to be part of they've allowed that doesn't have to be there these are not necessities these are things that come and sometimes attach themselves sometimes you know they show up it's just the stuff that happens around us but as a new person in christ made new in christ then our responses our way of living our energy the source of Power to live life is available, not because it's in us to do it, but because he provides it from out there, puts it in us, and then we are able to take what he gives us and live out this more. It's available. So there's a highly uh, change in priorities. So highly valued spiritual life charges the whole person. Highly valued spiritual life charges the whole person. So if we make that a priority, we make what God is doing the thing that I want to join with him, and and he's going to help me as a new person in Christ to live this thing out, and I'm going to have some steady growth, and I'm going to move in his direction, and, and here are some things we can do. Plan purposefully. Plan purposefully. Philippians three thirteen to 14, this is what Paul says in regard to that. I focus on this one thing. I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Jesus Christ, is calling us. I focus on this one thing. Not letting the past hold him back. Remember, he had, he had 
persecuted the church, taken people to jail, probably killed some, and here he is at this place going, you know, I'm going to have to let that be. Jesus has forgiven me. I'm a new person in Christ. I'm forgetting the past, and I'm looking forward to what's ahead, and I am pressing on to reach that. I am using my energy. I am overcoming hurdles. I am no longer lost. I know what the goal is. I am moving forward. I am not... uh, just sitting around out of shape, not getting a, the spiritual nutrition that I need. I am involved in those. I am pressing on to win this race. I'm doing everything I can to see that happen. So plan purposefully. I want to live this life. I want to live the new life, live the new day, the way God has made available. He's put those things in in scripture, he's made it available and other amazing resources that are around in, in this age that are available for us. But it's up to us to plan. I want to go there. I want to go with him. I want to experience what he has for me. I want the more of God. Produce quality. This is Colossians 3.17. Whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ. Giving thanks through him to God the Father. Whatever you do or say, you're representing Christ, so you're a new person in Christ. You've been made new. He is the one who is providing the source of power and guidance and and giving you a new way to live, and he is bringing that to you. Now on earth, you get to be a representative. So have you noticed words coming out of your mouth that would be less than pleasant to someone? Have you noticed the tone? Have you noticed that some of those words really aren't representative of a new person in Christ or a new existence? Uh, something that, and maybe you withhold them. Maybe you just don't say them. Maybe the words are just held within and you just, eh, don't bother. And yet we're told to represent him in word and deed. The things that we do, put our hands to, the projects we're involved in, the things that we are building, the things we do at work, the things we do at home, the things we do with the people around us, the words and deeds and activities, all of it, all of it produce quality. And we do it because we are made new in Christ. We are representatives of Christ on this planet, and we get to make a difference We get to make a difference in the lives around us as a result. Persevere perpetually. Persevere perpetually. Hebrews 10, verse 36. Patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. Hang in there. Keep going. Well, you know, I tried that being nice once. It didn't pay off so well. They treated me bad at work, you know, and so enough of that. Patient endurance. Keep going. Keep doing what's right. Keep listening to the Spirit. Hang in there. Eat right. Spiritual nutrition. Exercise. Head in the right direction. Have the right goals. And persevere. Just keep going. Continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. Does he say that you're going to get all of it by November? No. But you will get all of it. All of it. This life or the next, you get all of it. It's coming. 
spiritual awakenings. Spiritual awakenings. So there are all kinds we will cover in our time together. So are you ready for a new day? Are you ready for a new day? Peter tells us this. He's helpful because he's a guy who really blew it. So 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. Everything we need. But I don't have everything we need. You don't know what I've been... Everything you need. Everything. In order to do what he's called us to do. He's made us new. He's resourced us. And he's provided everything. Himself. By means of his marvelous glory and excellence. So are you ready for a new day? Let's pray. Lord, thank you for giving us some time together. Thanks for uh, what the Gideons are doing and getting the word out here and around the world. Thank you for Mike's presentation and for the chance to uh, think again about that ministry because your truth, your word, uh, changes lives. People come to know you. They get uh, to change. They get to become new in Christ. And we are thankful for that. We're thankful that we get to hear, even get together and, and be reminded, be encouraged by the things that you've provided, by the things that you make available to us, the resources, spiritual resources that are uh, available in you because you've done such a great job. Thank you for all that has come our way, that we've experienced, all that has brought us to this place today. And Lord, we look forward to the future. And we're going to see all of your promises come to bear. In Jesus' name, amen.